From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. It is Friday night. It's the end of the week. It's time to unwind on Sports Talk with Jock. Time for some fun time. Yeah, Friday fun time with the people's sportscaster, the one and only Derek Bidwell. Bidzy, my friend, how are you? You staying safe and healthy? I'm staying safe and healthy and uh and doing very good. See, I got a I got a lot of buddies uh out there that are that are probably listening now. At least okay. I hope they are. I okay. don't know. <laughs> Maybe they, they tell you on Facebook they're listening, but are they yeah. really listening? Well, you know what? I think I think because of COVID-19 and everybody kind of on lockdown, I think they may legitimately be listening. I send it out to a lot of buddies uh, in uh, Calgary, Saskatoon, and Saskatchewan. And You're saying they got nothing better to do on a Friday night than listen to Jock and Derek. I like That's that. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, Maybe perfect. Because of COVID-19, I'm saying there's a good chance. I think if it was not during COVID-19, they'd probably be out and they would uh, just, like, they'd be at some pub or something like that or whatever they'd be doing something else right. and they would just go they would they would just go yep listening right on good luck see you later awesome <laughs> well here's, here's the deal with friday fun time and, and we sort of kicked this off we're going to make this a weekly feature you know during the pandemic because I, I know it's been a heavy week and and it's every week is heavy and and we just don't want to be heavy on a friday night we want to we want to lighten things up a little bit so here's the challenge to you our listeners if if you want to know anything from from derek or myself you just send us a text, give us a call, 403-974-8255. Easy to do it. One number does it all. One number to call, one number to text. Again, 403-974-8255. So this, this was one that I received at the end of last week's show. And and this listener, I can't remember the name, but wanted to know what what you have been binge-watched over, over the last couple of weeks in isolation. So uh, what's your go-to if you're, if you're binge-watching? Well... I'm not gonna. I don't need to sound off a spoiler alert here, because I'm not gonna get into it. But I, like, definitely none of the storylines or anything like that. But we were really excited. Uh, the lovely Andrea, as you like to call her, uh, we're, both of us were very excited for season three of Ozark. Uh, so I've heard we, a lot we, about Ozark. It's really, really good. In fact, it's so good that I said to Andrea, I said, I'm kind of jealous of people that haven't watched Ozark because they still have three seasons of Ozark ahead of them. Yes. You know, they still they still have that, whereas, you know, we blasted right through it and we're done right now. So it's Jason Bateman's in it. He's the uh, main character, although there's some great casting in it. Ozark is really, really good. And then uh, besides that, uh, what else have I gone through uh, recently? We finished all our suits and okay. we finished... Okay. You haven't uh, done the Tiger King thing, thing have you? Oh yeah! Oh, you've done Blast Tiger King. Okay, see, so yeah, yeah see, because that's just so ridiculous. I, I, I'm, I'm out of the loop. I am just getting onto net, Netflix now, so I've got, I've got to get on to Ozark because I hear that's a must-watch TV. And, and all I can hear is these hockey players talking about Tiger King, and you know, it's a little dysfunctional at times. So I guess I got to, you know, watch the documentary with Tiger King. There's so many things I that I'm missing out on that I, that I've been out of the loop with Netflix. So, so what I've been into, Bidzy, 
And of course, I I'm a big Tom Clancy fan, so I I've read every single book with Jack okay, Ryan and Jack Ryan Jr. So so I yeah. finally got Amazon Prime. So I, I I'm a, I'm a I'm Scottish, okay? I'm cheap, so I don't like paying extra because I'm I'm yeah. a Shaw I'm a Shaw subscriber. I got regular TV. I don't need all of these you know premium channels as well or these uh, you know streaming channels and and so streaming sure, channels yes. as all the kids are saying. Yeah, the streaming channels. So I finally got Amazon Prime thanks to my son, and so I watched Jack Ryan. So that's I've just binged that over the last couple of days. So I thought Jack Ryan was pretty good. I heard Jack Ryan is really good too. Yeah. That stars uh, the fellow from the office. The office, right? that's right. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that's a good one too. Um, you know what? I mean, I think these these streaming services are doing really well too. I know that uh, global television is. I think our news viewership is up. This is just a little shout out here to our companies, of course, of course. But global television, I think our news yeah. is up uh, across the country. Viewership is up fifty-five percent, and I think uh, global as a channel is up around twenty percent. And then our specialty channels are up about eighteen percent. But I think everything would be up quite a bit just because, obviously, because of isolation, people are <laughs> looking for ways to entertain themselves. But uh, yeah, there's there's some good ones on Netflix. I heard about some good ones on Amazon as well too. But I just have to say, if you have not, oh, the Tiger King thing is just ridiculous. You're going to get into it, and you're going to. It's more ridiculous than 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 something that somebody could write because you just this cannot be. <laughs> well, there can't well, be more I, tigers. I, I, I just got know, a text. In captivity in the United States than in the wild. I just got a text and it says Joe Exotic's album is pretty good. So I, Joe, I, I know enough that Joe Exotic is part of the Tiger King. He is the Tiger King, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he's got he has an album too. He's got an album too. Well, but in this show, like, so this guy is just this guy is just he's he's out there, right? So he just he has made enough money, I guess. From well, I won't get into it because it's not after spoil, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler okay. alert. But no, I won't. I won't need to announce a spoiler alert. Anyway. This guy is just a fawn. Like, he is just a cheese ball to the max. <laughs> Sequin shirts and everything. And, 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 and just like his, what he says and what he does is just completely off the charts. It's just ridiculous. You, you, you find it hard to believe that this is a real person, this really happened. But anyway, he, uh, he just started writing his own songs, getting people to shoot videos. And, uh, and then he was like, I don't know, putting them out there, I guess, and, and, and hoping that people would watch. And he was calling himself a, you know, a musician. And then he would, like, record CDs or you know, I'm just, and like, it was all, it's all just, it's absolutely insane. But I, I, w- without giving it away, I will say something here. You can watch, uh, you know, Tiger King, but when you're done, there's, you're going to say something like, um, that woman should be investigated. And I'm not giving anything away. I think I've seen uh, on what, Twitter she is getting investigated or she something. She is getting yes. investigated. Yeah, we posted that on global, uh, on our, on our global webpage that, she is getting investigated due to the show and all the revelations in there and all all I guess the the storyline and all the points that the that the okay. um, that I, they get to that that she's she's getting investigated. I, I think I think my technical producer Brian has a special treat for us. So so Brian, you want to play that for us? God, that, that's country at its best, I guess. That's Joe Exotic. Okay, there you go. I Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, let's let's go to the phone lines, busy. We got Big Don on here. Hey, hey, Donnie, how are you? Long time no speak, my friend. Oh yeah, Jack. Long time no uh, here. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a little precursor. First of all, okay. Uh, my wife and I, <clears throat> excuse me, 
We're in Mexico two weeks ago. And, of course... Uh, You're you self-isolating now? Yeah, well, for no. You? We, we got over the 14 days. Drove us crazy, of course. And we're, we're back up again. But the worst part of this whole thing is, is we, we, we switched over from Telus to Shaw. And lo and behold, we haven't had any TV reception, hardly. Really? With Shaw? Oh. Do you have Blue Sky? Yeah, oh, blue oh, I, sky. I love blue sky. Like that's 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 out there. I I I'm I'm a big blue sky fan. Well, anyways, we we have we've hardly had any any TV reception. Finally, mm. we got the 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 set up in the bedroom working. Uh, we have now. If you watch binge watching, I guess the best thing we could say about that, we watch Garth Brooks on PBS. Oh, there you go. There you, know, you go. Yeah, he won the award there in the Library of Congress. So. <clears throat> that's basically about all. We, we've just been watching music. Okay. That's, well, that's okay. we've been listening to music, and then lo and behold, uh, we got no uh, picture on our screen, but you popped up on our receiver. So I thought, oh, man, I got a phone job. <laughs> See, I, I thought you'd be watching TSN tonight because I think the Stampeders are playing Hamilton in the Grey Cup game oh, for 2012. And, but. Well, you know, another thing, too, Jock, I had knee replacement surgery scheduled for April the 21st. So without the, the virus, I, w I said, hey, I have the surgery, three months, I'm ready to rock and roll with the Stampeders. And lo and behold, of course, they phoned me and said, all elective surgery canceled. Yeah, that's too bad, Don. That's so, too bad. Uh, yeah, I could, if, if there's a season, I could be wasted on that one. I'm really kind of upset about that. So, you know. I tell you what, thanks for the call, Don. It's always good to uh, catch up, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at the McMahon Stadium this year uh, when the Stampeders get back on the turf, whenever that is. Hope so, Jock. Uh, you, you stay well, buddy. Th thank you very much. Uh, okay, Bidzi, I, we, we started this feature you because... Make a bet on that, you want to make a bet on that Stamps-Ticats game? Uh, yeah, I, I think the Stamps are going to win. <laughs> How many points do you want? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to put it the other way. I got 100 on the stamp. <laughs> so this feature started Friday Fun Time with Jock and Bidzy with, uh, because, yeah. because of a suggestion of our good friend, Santa, Kim yeah, Thomas. Kim Thomas. And yeah. guess who I just got a text from? Yes, Santa just sent us a text. So, uh, so Kim Thomas says, "How does a born and raised Ryder fan become the in-house promotions guy for the Calgary Stampeders? And what was the reaction of his Saskatoon Hilltops teammates?" Oh, Santa Ooh. putting you on the spot. It wasn't. I mean, when uh, I think I told you the story, I, I won't. Uh, I won't uh, take up too too much time with this one because I know we want to get to like uh, famous people we met or something like that after yeah. the break here as well. But um, so when I started, of course, like. Became a media guy in Calgary at, at uh, originally at uh, A Channel that became City TV and then CTV and then uh, working at CTV part time and then part time of course at um, at CHQR and so uh, with CHQR being the broadcaster then you know I was asked uh, by the uh, by the great John Voss if uh, I wanted to do that so I did that for ten years was but it, it ten years you did it for wow that's that yeah time flies flew, flew yeah. by. Eh? Um, I think I did it for the longest amount of time. I think prior to that was uh, Jerry Forbes. Forty, I think. Yeah. I, I think Forbes did it for six or seven, maybe eight, something like that. But I did it for ten. Anyway, um, and uh, my first year, they, they gave me a stamps jersey. You know, it's nice stamps jersey. Then they put my name on the back. They put Bidwell on the back. My number was seventy-seven. 
I didn't really want my my name on the back because I just thought, well, you know what? I should just wear a Stamps players jersey, whatever. So they, but I thought whatever. So anyway, the Riders came to play the Stamps one time, and uh, a Dash Tours bus came up from Saskatoon, and I was going by their section with my handler at that time, uh, Jens, and and it was right in front of all the Rider fans that came in from Saskatoon on this Dash tour bus. And it says Bidwell on the back of my jersey. And prior to that, I had worked at Global in Saskatoon for four years. So, you know, with, with some good pals, Jay Onright and Blake Price and Ryan Rashog and Edmonton. A lot Look of at you dropping the names. Day. I love it. I know. I know. Remember we said that we're going to try to drop as many names as we can for this because that way we're going to have more of the people that will be all excited that have a name <laughs> mentioned. Anyway, so I'm standing in front of him. It says Bidwell on the back. And so this guy, he's had a few pops. These guys came in on the Dash tour bus. They probably had a few pops for the last two days. Anyway, he starts yelling out and realizes, oh, that's Derek Bidwell from Saskatoon. He's from Saskatoon. So, and he sees me at the Stamps jersey on Bidwell in the back, and so he starts yelling out, Bidwell's a traitor! Bidwell's a traitor! And then everybody gets into it, and I'm laughing. And, um, and Yant is like, whoa, they're fired up. I said, I know I'm from Saskatoon. They don't like the Stamps jersey on me. And so then I start laughing, and they can see me from the side. And they start chanting now, but this one guy, he's still fired up. And so you see me laughing from the side. He's kind of laughing as well, too. But he starts, it's not Father Bedwell. You're a traitor. What's a rider? Always a rider. So anyway, that's how it went down. And so anyway, the next year, I think I got a, I think I got a Henry Burris jersey or something like that. I just thought maybe better when I'm going past all the rider fans. But uh, <laughs> I could tone them down a little bit. No need to add fuel. To the fire. There but I won't you tell go. you, though, that I became a, a, a big fan of the Stamps. Absolutely. Like, when you're on the sidelines for oh, 10 years. Oh, of course. That's, get to know the players. Well, get to know the fans. It's all good. I'm from Saskatchewan, but I know way more guys, you know, personally on the Stamps and got to know anyway over that time. I didn't know anybody on the Riders. I didn't know any player at all, but I knew a lot of guys on the Stamps. So those are some really, really good times. That was the hardest job for me to leave when I left to come back to Saskatoon for sure. He's the people's sportscaster, Derek Bidwell. It is a little Friday fun time here on Sports Talk with Jock. When we come back, uh, we'll take more of your calls, more of your texts if you want, 403-974-8255. But we're going we're gonna to answer the question tonight. The biggest celebrity you have ever met and spent time with. So that's the key. You, you had to spend time with this celebrity. Uh, we'll get into that when we come back. This is Sports Talk with Jock. little friend, uh, Friday fun time with Derek Bidwell, the people's sportscaster. Jock and Bidzy with you on a Friday night. And, and, and I got the question, you know, biggest celebrity you've ever met and spent time with, because that's the key. You might have met lots of people, but did you spend any time with them? I just got this, this one text, Bidzy, and this texter says, yeah, I got hammered and stoned with vanilla ice in the VIP room at Kaylee. So <laughs> I can't say that I've been with vanilla ice, but I've been hammered to Kaylee's. Nope. I've been yeah. to Kaylee's. Oh, yeah. I've been to Cowboys. We might have to get into that a little bit uh, later on. So, okay. Yeah, so well, we, maybe down the road when we get closer to, uh, you know, the summer and, and, you know, when Stampede is or when Stampede would have been or something like that, we could get into that. Now, now I'm a little older than you, so I, I've probably met more people in my time. Uh, like so, Mr. Dress Up when he was in high school. <laughs> and the, friendly, the friendly the giant. Santa. <laughs> When he was like, when he was, when he just started working, <laughs> well, that no, sort of thing? you know, it's funny because I I ran into John Wayne, the Duke, but but I didn't spend any time what? with them because because that was when I was a salmon fishing guide and my boat just hammered into his boat because I wanted to get close to the Duke. So and then then I spent some time with Terry. What did Jackson. John Wayne say? 
John Did Wayne said, cool? <laughs> he said, watch where you're going. He butter. looked at me and gave me a dirty look you because your eyes, exactly yeah. right. Uh, so, so I, so I also spent some time with Terry Jackson. Most people don't know who Terry Jackson is, but his famous song was seasons in the sun. Again, when I was a salmon fishing guide, he had a okay. big boat that was called seasons in the sun because he got all the royalties and, and he was, he was just a, uh, he was a freak of nature and he, uh, he loved shooting seagulls off the boat after he was oh. getting, getting high. So he was, he was a pretty crazy dude. I, I got to spend some time with Charles okay. Barkley. Not a member of PETA, obviously. Uh, no, I, I got to spend some time with Charles Barkley uh, because yeah. we brought him in to Calgary for, you know, Katrina LeMaydone and him were, were pretty good buddies. And so uh, Charles came in and did a function for us at the Olympic Oval. He was a he was a pretty crazy dude, but I didn't spend a lot of time. But here here here's my my most famous people that I've spent time with because I spent three days with them guiding them and then the next year they requested me back as a guide and then I spent three days with them and their wives and I was 16 years oh, old you're at the part time. of the family you could probably get on the Christmas card list. well they're, they're not alive anymore but oh. but Ernest and Julio Gallo and if you if you know the Ernest and Julio, wine isn't it it is wine California wineries and 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 I had no idea because again I was 16 years old I wasn't even a drinker I didn't even know who Ernest and Julio Gallo were and and they brought their good wine with them and you know sure enough I was 16 but I, I still got to taste a little bit of it but it was so funny at that, be- at that point you're probably like Wah! because after it was all said and done I did some Google research on Ernest, Ernest and they really didn't like each other as business people and everything else and they were they were like dysfunctional but when I had them in my boat they were great they were great individuals and you know very good tippers the first year and then and then they okay. brought they brought their wives with them the second year and it was very interesting because they weren't quite as good at tippers for whatever reason the second year so oh probably yeah. because you're too busy too busy oogling dead 16 year old <laughs> young redhead but, but that was that was pretty cool on your chin at their wives again Ernest and Julio Gallo like if you don't know who they are there you go so who's who's the most famous person you've uh, you've spent time with Okay, so we're, we're all about name-dropping here on uh, Friday Night Fun Time, you and I. So anyway, I'm going to start off. I've made a little bit of a list here, so I kind of have them in three groups. So Okay. Like, okay, n- none of them, like, I didn't spend three days with any of these people. Like, I didn't, wasn't a fishing guide. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't guiding a dog sled through Anchorage, Alaska, and just said, yeah, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston came, and I was running my dog sled through Alaska. That would have so, been no, cool. that didn't happen. Yeah, that would have been, as a made-up story, it's even cool. So, anyway, some athletes, though, or, or people involved in sports that I thought was pretty cool to meet. And, and this is, you know, guys that I had a chance to maybe just talk to and not spend a lot of time with, obviously, but I'm talking, like, not just say, hey, how are you going, or hey, how's it going, or ask them a question or two like you would as a reporter, but, you know, maybe talk to them for about 10, 15 minutes, and it's not nearly what you're, you're talking about, but a couple of them, anyway. Dana White, when he came into town, I was, you know, doing the Stampeder job on the sidelines. They did a UFC thing. They brought out some fighters, and, and so, anyway, they were down on the side of the field for probably about 15, 20 minutes before the game, so I had a good chance to talk with Dana White. That was really cool. Wayne Gretzky, in this retirement year, when he's coming through Calgary, uh, they did a little pressing uh, presser thing, and um, and of course that's just in a big scrum. Oh, yeah, you didn't have a drink with that him. Yeah. That doesn't no, count. No, you no. didn't. You didn't spend quality time with with Gretzky, listen, so that doesn't listen, count. I'm not saying quality time, but I'm saying <laughs> after it was over, after it was over, my camera guy was wrapping up a whole bunch of stuff. Wayne was waiting for everybody. All the other media guys had left. Wayne was waiting for his probably his limo driver and his agent. Anyway, so I got to spend about 10 minutes talking outside with Wayne Gretzky. That was pretty cool. Okay. Just, you know, 10 minutes is a decent amount of time. Not three days driving around Julio and Barrio or whatever the heck you said. Who the, <laughs> what were their names again? Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> Ernest and Carlo. <laughs> the, 
Julio and Barrio, those guys. Ernest and, and then, Julio, that's funny. Okay. Uh, and then when I was doing when I was doing the morning show, um, I did get a chance to spend. Now, I put these in in, uh, in as you know people on sitcoms, and I know we're running out of time here. So, yeah, we, we are. We got to be close. Yeah. I got a chance to uh, spend a little bit of time with Norm from Cheers. That was great. Uncle Joey from Full House. That was great. I, I did their segments with them, talked to them before and after, took some pictures. But the guy I got to spend the most time with, and which is instead of th- it was three hours, not three days, but I got to spend three hours with Matthew Perry from Friends. And uh, okay. the reason is is because he was in town shooting a movie, and he That's asked cool. if uh, yeah he asked if he if somebody would host him uh, in their luxury box or luxury suite. And uh, my friend quickly responded and said, "Yes, we will." And so then Matthew Perry was uh, and his agent were in our box to watch a Flames game, and that was pretty good. Okay. I remember a lot about it, but Matthew Perry probably doesn't remember a lot about it because it wasn't as significant for him. But that was also when he said, I think he said that's when he he kind of forgets about four years of his life because he was <laughs> he was uh, he was self medicating. Did, did you know? Anyway. Do, hey, do you know Rod the Bud? Rod the Bud, Rod the Bud Dow, I think. Is okay, well, Rod the Bud says he shook hands with Mikhail Gorbachev once. So I, do you believe that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he would have done that. I think it was just another guy that had the same mark on his head. <laughs> he's probably what he's thinking. Hey, he's Vinzi, probably, I gotta take. I gotta take. I gotta take a break. Smoke. Stick around for one more segment. Okay, buddy. Okay, this is a Sports Talk with Jock. He is Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Just having a little fun. Friday fun time on 770 CHQR. Uh, I love the text rolling in. This texter says, I ran into Dog the Bounty Hunter while hung over at Sate on a Sunday afternoon after the uh, back alley on a Saturday night. I walked into 500 screaming students and just yelled, Bounty Hunter! And left and then went home and did something unimaginable. Uh, Jim, I'm going to get to your phone call in a second because I know you want to talk about some of the famous uh, people you met. Uh, Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon is uh, with us tonight. I, I did have to cut you off, so did you have any more yeah. celebrity encounters you wanted to share? <laughs> well, no, was just, the big one for me, I think, was that, like I said, because Matthew Perry, friends, that's pretty big. Th- that's cool. Um, you know, that was pretty cool, and that was like three hours of the hockey game. And, like I, and then we had Rod the Bod Dow say that he thinks he shook hands with Mikhail Gorbachev. I'm going to say, <laughs> I know Rod, and he used to rock and roll pretty good with Red Dog in the day, so I'm going to say that he just met a guy with the same birthmark, <laughs> and then he said, I'm Mikhail Gorbachev! <laughs> And then somebody else was, ah, uh, that's Bob. He's my next-door neighbor. That's not Mikhail <laughs> Gorbachev. But uh, another fun group, though, I did have a chance to meet with Kenny Reed, our buddy that uh, from Picto, Nova Scotia, that is, works on Sportsnet now because we worked together um, uh, at 8 Channel slash City TV back in the day. Anyway, he's from Picto, and so is Bubbles. Mike Smith is the guy that plays Bubbles. Oh, right. And right. anyway, they came into town to do an event. At, they, were uh, at they were at Cowboys. They were at Cowboys. I want to say they were at Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, they were at and, Cowboys. Uh, I, I remember that. Yeah, and so they came in, and so they did a show. And then after they did the show, uh, Mike told Kenny, of course, you know each other since high school, uh, you know, he said, uh, come on down to Kaylee's, and uh, we're going to be across the street from where we work. And he said he'd be there with, uh, oh, what are their names? Uh, Ricky and Julian, isn't it? I think yeah. so. No, that's, er- that's yeah. Ernest and Julio. Yeah. No, you're talking about Julio and Barrio, those guys you met before, whatever. <laughs> those famous wine guys, Matt and Steve, Julio and Barrio, whatever. Anyway, so we went there across the street, and it was funny because Mike Smith doesn't look like Bubbles. He doesn't have the big 
thick glasses and he doesn't have his hair like that. He kind of has his hair all messy and right. whatever it was trendy at that time. And, and, um, and he doesn't wear the glasses because he said like the glasses give him migraines and he actually was starting to lose his vision a little bit from wearing them, but he does carry him around with him because people don't want to get their picture taken with Mike Smith because they can't put that no. on social media or they can't get a picture of it, you know, get it uh, printed off and put a big, a uh, picture of that in a frame of their house because people are going to go, who's that? So he's got to kind of pat his hair down, then he puts the glasses on. And then you know who he is. List, and, and then everybody knows who it is. And they're like, say something, Mike. And he's like, okay, how's it going, Ricky and Julian? Just <laughs> hanging out here with a bunch of the kitties in the trailer park. And, and he does his little thing and whatever. And the other guys get it off pretty easy because they just kind of, you know, can look normal. And um, anyway, I, I remember, though, uh Julian is the guy that always gets or drinks rum and coke, at least he does on the show. But he doesn't like rum and coke. He likes, like, rye and ginger or something like that. Anyway, all these people were coming up and giving him rye, rum and cokes and rum and cokes and rum and cokes, and he was just giving them all to us. <laughs> so there was like good a deal for you. Good yeah, deal for you. For Hey, I, I, tell then, you what, uh, I tell you what, yeah. I, sorry to interrupt you, but i, I got to bring Jim on here. Jim's been on hold yeah, for yeah, a long time. Uh, Jim, Jim, tell me some of the famous people you've met. Well, I got... Three baseball Hall of Famers. Three baseball Hall of Famers, okay. Yep. Sat with them. Tried to find out how to pitch for a curveball from Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford? You're going back. Yeah. And the other guy was Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. You met all of them? They were all at my house. Come on. They're Whoa, serious. that's pretty good. How, how do they, how do they come was, to your house, Jim? I'm curious. There like, was, well, I'll give you the list that was there. Okay. Uh, because they're all Hall of Famers. Lunsford, uh, Jackie Parker, Ernie Richardson, the the three Hall of Famers, uh, Michael Maris and and Michael Maris and, and Wadey Ford. Well, hold. How does this happen? How do you get all these people to your house? Like, are you famous yourself? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and I started Willie Dewitt boxing, but that's another story. Willie Dewitt boxing. Well, I know Willie. You yeah, know. well, you could ask him about Jim Murray. There you go. Okay. Okay, but it was quite funny. Uh, Lethbridge used to have one of the best sportsmen's dinner in Canada one time. When mm-hmm. I was a young guy, they they brought, they didn't spare the do- dollar, nickel, or dime. They, they, brought, they brought in they the wanted. big names. They brought in the big names, kind of like what the Italian sportsman dinner does. Exactly. I get I get you. Exactly. I get you. And that's how they ended up in my place. They was... Uh, I, bet, I bet you have some stories some to tell. Mainly, you know? I bet you you have stories to tell because they probably told you some stories. And then the other one was uh, people, famous people I met. Uh, I went to school with the Guess Who. Okay. Uh, in Winnipeg because of my high school years. Uh, and then I went, the uh, first big star I met was Clint Eastwood on Unforgiven. Then Morgan Freeman. Oh man, you're making Derek and myself look bad here. Like you, you just know too many people. And I don't then, know. And then the guy we went for breakfast with, and I said, "Do I call you Sir Anthony? Do I call you Mr. Hopkins or Sir Sir Hopkins? What do I call you?" He said, "Call me Tony. Let's go for breakfast." <laughs> Jim, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. That's uh, that's fair. Now, now he was dropping some names, Bidzy. He was dropping he some was names. He was dropping some big names, and uh, yeah, and then so I, I want to change mine now. Yeah, you want to change yours yeah. now? I had uh, Elvis was over at my house for a little while. <laughs> Elvis was okay, yeah, uh, along with, with along with John Lennon, the Beatles, and everybody else. 
John Lennon was there for a little bit, and then uh, Robert De Niro and Paul Newman stopped by yeah, before okay. Michael Jackson came over and taught us how to moonwalk. There you go. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. So that's my story now. Okay. Well, one yeah. more story before I let you go, because this is my technical producer, Brian Teal. He, he is with us tonight. And, and Brian, you were telling me a story that you were actually karaokeing with the, the bare naked ladies i actually used to work at a karaoke company and it was in april 1st 2003 that i got a call that they wanted somebody to come down and host an after uh concert karaoke party for their grodies and stuff so i went down with my wife deb and we hosted the party but the band was there too so they were coming up and singing songs and everything and it was great and then it was all over the only people left were the band and then my wife and i so cool. they said, hey, thanks, Brian. We said, hey, no problem. We're going to sing one song because we don't get to sing. And Ed went into the hallway and grabbed the other guys and said, hey, Brian and Deb are coming to sing. Come on in, guys. And they came, they all came in, the band, and my wife sang Let It Rain by Amanda Marshall. And Ed Robinson comes up and goes, I want to harmonize with her. And I'm like, here's the mic. She will kill me if I don't <laughs> let you harmonize with her. And he's standing behind her dancing away, singing with her, harmonizing, and it was like the greatest moment of her life. It the, was so much fun. The fact that musicians would love to go to karaoke, that, that sort of blows it me away fun. a little bit. Yeah, I bet it was. That's a, that's a great... See, we, we got outdone tonight by our listeners and our technical producer, Bidzy. I know, I know. I, you know what? It's not that easy to do. Jock, do, you got, do we got like one minute? I got one okay. more on Bare you Naked bet, Ladies. You betcha. You, okay. you, you share Okay, it. here we go. Okay, so when I was working in radio, I got asked to go to uh, Banff and... and be the MC for the Bare Naked Ladies concert. This was before they were really, really huge. They were playing up in Banff. So anyway, I went up there, and so I had to uh, kind of host this uh, this winner's uh, promo that they did where you got to barbecue with the Bare Naked Ladies. And so uh, I was up there, and, you know, we're having burgers, and, and uh, you know, the winners are socializing with them. They let me bring up a couple buddies as well, too, so we're all having a good time, having fun. Anyway, Ed then says from the Bare Naked Ladies says, uh, hey, man, um, would you be able to be your MC tonight to introduce us and bring us on stage, that sort of thing? Because the guy from Sony Music or whatever music company was representing him, he said he couldn't make it up. So I said, okay, sure. So You said, anyway, if I had a million dollars. Oh, yeah, wish I would have. <laughs> if I had a silver DeLorean and a flux capacitor, I'd go back and see that for sure. But anyway, so uh, we went to, uh, you know, we went out for a little bit. I came back and introduced him on stage. Before I came out on stage and introduced the band, they told me, they said, what are you and your buddies doing after this? I said, I don't know. We're probably going somewhere for a beer. He said, okay, meet us at Rosencrown. Save us a table. After we do the show, we're going to come there to Rosencrown. There's a band there that plays our songs. They do a lot of our covers. And we're going to sit with you. And then when they play one of our covers, then we're going to surprise them. We're just going to walk on stage. So we went there, got is a table. Is this a true story or are you BSing me? No, no, no. This is true. This is true. This is true. They were on the way to Moose Jaw after this uh, to do a show there in the arena in Moose Jaw. Anyway, so... They came there after the show. They came in. My friends were really rockled. Anyway, they sat with us, and they put up with my annoying friends. And then they started playing If I Had a Million Dollars, the band on stage. And then slowly the band, the Bare Naked Ladies, walked on the stage. And the guy was singing If I Had a... And then he was like, uh, you guys want to sing the rest? And they came on, and everybody went, ah! It was bonkers. It was great. <laughs> Uh, this this show is bonkers. This show is great. Uh, Bidzy, thanks so much, man. I, I kept you for a little longer than I wanted to, but uh, well, actually, no. I, we could do the whole hour, really, if we really wanted oh, to. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, you, you know, want, you really wanted me for the full hour, but we could only make it forty-five. <laughs> well, I've actually got uh, Danny Austin standing by from the Calgary Sun because there was some some fairly interesting news in Calgary today, as you might know. Uh, we can't hold any public gatherings here in the city for uh, the next three months, basically, not until uh, July the first. So that means, uh, yeah, tough for 
for the uh, Calgary Stampeders, uh, tough for the Calgary Flames. Uh, I guess i got to get to a little bit of news on this uh, this program. Bidzi, uh, you have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy. You too, pal. Well, at least everybody's still got you and I every Friday at 7. You betcha. Every Friday night, a little Friday fun time with Derek Bidwell and Jock Wilson. Hey, by the way, if you're looking for the latest on the COVID-19 developments, sign up for our weekly or daily newsletter, actually, at 770chqr.ca. Every weekday, get the latest on COVID-19, the email update. You can find the link to sign up for the newsletter in our home page on 770chqr.ca.